Hello, and welcome to a special bonus episode of Downtime with the Cranston Public Library. So this is a short outtake from episode 56, which was our conversation with Ana Gonzalez from Mosaic. So if you'd like to hear our whole conversation with her, you can head over and give episode 56 a listen. But this is a short conversation about the MCU and about Ana's unique experience with it. So I hope you enjoy it. The 1950s-esque thing just made me think of like, oh, like WandaVision. (laughs) Which is another show that like, maybe I'll come to the party sometime. Maybe I'll never make it there. There are lots of shows that everyone's like, oh, but everybody's watched that. And I'm like, I'm sorry. (laughs) I just feel like I'm too far into MCU now. I'm too invested to, to, to turn back. And I feel like if I don't, stay on top of it then I'm gonna get behind and then it's like well now I don't know what's going on right and I have the opposite problem from you Taylor where like I never invested in the Marvel Universe enough to know what was happening in any of the movies and I'm constantly confused so anytime a show like that comes out I'm like well that seems like a really cool show but I have not done my homework and I'm just gonna be confused the entire time I would not get any of the easter eggs so I I tend to to wait on things like that yeah, totally. I feel you uh, more, Martha. But I will say, okay, uh, this is how little I know. I'm going to ask a very embarrassing question. Avengers, is that what we're talking Like, is that part of the Marvel Comics yeah. universe? I just was like, I've never seen any of these movies. I'm just going to go in. I'm just going to watch the last one. And I'm just going to, just because I felt like I needed some sort of grounding in what the heck is going on because the whole world seems to know it's good. So I just watched... Infinity, was it Infinity Wars? Infinity Wars? Yeah, Infinity Wars is part one of the last two. It basically was like Infinity Wars and then Endgame was the sequel to that that wrapped that up. I watched Endgame. Infinity, like the second one. Because I was like, I just don't. It was wild. Um, I learned (laughs) a lot. no context for anything that's happening. None, none. It was worth it though. I was like, I did it. I and now I could just pat myself on the back and be like, just just hats off to you, MCU. Great job. I get I get what's going on. Well, I'm impressed then if you got what was going on just from watching Endgame, because that's me, that sounds like the most confusing experience ever would be just to jump it wasn't in. Easy. It wasn't jump easy. in on the movie that was basically capping off all of what they built up for years, the culmination yeah. of this storyline they had been building over multiple movies. <laughs> well, but yeah. I love that. I think that's so fantastic because so I I didn't get into graphic novels until like I was a full-fledged librarian before I discovered them. So there's this whole culture prior to the current graphic novel and comics reality that was mostly superhero comics, right? And it was an intimidating world to get into. And you couldn't just pick one up and start reading. Or if you did, you'd have to be like super into it, right? I just never never got into any of the superhero stuff. I found it really hard to care about the characters. And something that I love about the current graphic novel and comics world is that there's so much else to do, but not just that, that there's also so many more accessible superhero comics now. Like there are a lot of superhero stories that you can just like go right in, 
and like, that's it. And then you're done. And I think that there are people who absolutely love that world and it's so rich and you can mine it forever. And Taylor, you're never going to like run out of superhero stuff to, to, to watch and read and learn about. But I like that there's also now more of an ability to be like, okay, I'm just going to watch Ant-Man or whatever. Um, like, I'm just going to watch this, like, one movie or I'm going to, like, pick up this Spider-Man comic. Um, recently, we were talking about Superman Smashes the Clan, which is a new comic that is just super interesting and, like, all about, like, literal history, which is super cool. Um, and you can just read that. And you don't have to know about Superman existing outside of that in order to enjoy it. And I've really, really enjoyed that because... I, I have a really hard time keeping track of plots in general. So <laughs> my short, you know, memory span really appreciates the shorter books where I don't have to know the whole background story of, to everything. Yeah, but Ant-Man was like at least a one-off that that was like, okay, this is the introduction to this character. So like, we don't, we're introducing this character so you don't really have to understand what's happened in the other. So I could see if someone's like, I just want to watch this one. Um, I'm sorry. I don't mean to create. It's just no. it's such a wild it decision was a wild, to me. To just it was a pandemic in. decision. I needed something to do. I felt like, let me just, I, I wanted it to be a one-off, but I was like, if I watch Ant-Man, I'm still not going to know what the rest of this is. Like, it is a one-off. I'm not recommending it, but I mean, it, you know, I got a little piece of pie and um, <laughs> I at least know who Thanos is. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you're confused, at least you're feeling something. You know? <laughs> right? And I did, I had to go on like wiki, like fan wiki and be like, what, who, who is this, who is Ant-Man talking to right now? Like, why is he in a car? Um, yeah, just like questions, just like plot questions. And then that helped me like learn a little bit more. I like that multimedia kind of, you know, investigative reportery type way of experiencing the stories. Well, and that's actually really funny because that reminds me of my experience with Dairy Girls where there is kind of like this whole background, like, I mean, it's real life history, but it's like, I know nothing about this stuff. So I've been like Googling, like, who is this dude that they just mentioned that's on TV? And like, what actually happened? And why are they making these jokes? And there's so much I don't know. And I'm learning because I don't know. It's the same with like The Crown, right? Like The Crown is another one of these beautiful shows with a huge like, but it happened in real life. And like, I wasn't alive for most of it. And then like I was when I was a kid and I was in the United States. So I don't know who any of these people are, but it's beautiful. So I'm like, yeah, doing the same thing. And like, it's it's almost more engaging because you're like, I want to know, was that real? Was that like, could I? Yeah. Like what? I need to see these primary documents. I do it too stuff up especially if it's based on stuff and even the mcu of like how did that happen in the comics and then look that up so i'm glad to hear that tv has been an experience for all of us to expand our knowledge and learn more things i definitely um, think that reporters and librarians have that source thing that overlaps it's like <laughs> oh but like who said it first and like how was it said and in which document and what was the format yeah absolutely yeah it's a huge difference it's a written statement or a spoken statement or, or, you know, who it's coming from. Definitely. Thank you all for listening. I hope you enjoyed that little outtake. If you'd like to reach out to us here at Downtime, you can do that by emailing us at downtime at cranstonlibrary.org. And if you're feeling generous, please rate and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. It helps people find the show. If you'd like to hear our full conversation with Anna from Mosaic, 
please head over and listen to episode 56 of the show. Thank you again for listening, and I hope you enjoyed this bonus episode of Downtime. <laughs>